You're listening to Healing Through Tarot. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Hardison. Together, we're going to explore divination and help you start your own journey with tarot. I'll discuss my tarot journey and offer ways to use tarot for healing, self-development, and personal growth. So let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Episode 5 of Healing Through Tarot. For this episode, I wanted to share with you how I developed my tarot approach and style, and I will talk about my growth through this process. As I stated before in earlier episodes, I discovered tarot about two and a half years ago. I had just met with an energy healer for the first time in March of 2018, and this was a few days before I came across a tarot reading on YouTube. Everything seemed to collide all at the same time, and it felt right, like things were aligning in my life in a divine way. Even how I found my energy healer's name and number was serendipitous. She didn't have any social media presence, and the only way to get her name was by word of mouth. I had just started seeing a new massage therapist because mine was on medical leave, and she recommended an energy healer after I told her that I was trying out acupuncture. Once I met my energy healer, Stephanie, I knew instantly that I was meant to meet her. It was not a chance thing. She and I bonded immediately and have been like sisters ever since, and we communicate every day now. We are definitely soul sisters. I believe meeting her that day opened up the door for me to find tarot. She never mentioned it in our meeting. She never talked about any form of divination. But just the encounter I had with her in her healing session opened up some part of me that was ready for my terror journey to begin. I could feel that my consciousness was expanding. Meeting Stephanie changed my life, no question. And what unfolded afterwards has set me on a completely new course in my life. Once I was exposed to terror that first time, I was captivated and fell down the rabbit hole, as I'm sure many of you that are listening have experienced. I've been studying and reading tarot every day since that first viewing. I can say that it literally changed my life for the better, and I can honestly say that tarot saved me. Let me give you a little bit of context here so that you can understand where I was emotionally when all of this started. When I came upon tarot, I was in a depressed, low energy, and I felt very disconnected from others due to all of the tension in the United States. I found tarot in March 2018. And the United States had plummeted into a very dark place a few years before, and it was getting worse by the day. And as an empath, I was significantly impacted by that drastic change in energy. Living in the southern United States made that even worse. There was conflict and stress in every aspect of my life, everywhere I turned. Even in my psychological practice, every client, no matter where they fell on the political spectrum, had record levels of anxiety, stress, trauma, and depression. I had never seen anything like it in the decade that I'd been practicing psychology. As an empath, I was absorbing all of that extra negative energy daily, and my energy just plummeted. I had nothing left to give. I was completely drained and depleted of energy. I had to withdraw more and more from others physically and emotionally in an effort to shield myself as much as possible, just so I could live to fight on another day. It was definitely one of the lowest points I've ever experienced. 
And all of this came not long after a very long and severe bout of pancreatitis that struck in November 2015. That pancreatitis landed me in the hospital for 17 days and left me in intense pain for six months. This medical crisis was a game changer for me. It completely stopped me in my tracks and I had to take a break from practice. I was desperate for answers to help heal myself from pancreatitis, so I decided to devote a full year of studying Eastern medicine, alternative health approaches, and mystical interventions in order to find some way to help heal my body. At this point, I was willing to try anything. Medical doctors had taken me as far as they could and had released me to heal in time, as they put it. They didn't have anything else to offer me medically. My body had been healing slowly, and they thought this was a positive sign. But they advised that time is all that can heal you past a certain point. I was still in pain, though, so this was not acceptable to me. I didn't want to accept this level of daily pain. It was at that point that I became determined to seek out any means possible to aid in healing and reducing my overall pain. I started with massage therapy, then went to acupuncture, and eventually landed on energy healing a year later. It was after my first energy healing session with Stephanie that I felt open to exploring mysticism and thus how I found Tara on YouTube. As I've described earlier, Kirsten Langston from Third Eye Champagne was the first reader who broke everything open for me. She lit a fire under me and I couldn't stop thinking about her or the cards. After watching her videos, I became fascinated with how Tara worked and I also felt very fidgety like I needed something in my hand to shuffle as I watched. I tried to resist at first and told myself that I didn't need to get a deck because how could I ever learn to read tarot cards? It would take too long to learn. I had so much else on my plate. There were all these excuses that I made. But after another week or two of watching her videos of her reading the cards every day, the pull towards the cards was really intense and felt urgent. I ordered a deck just to appease that internal twitch. And then after a few weeks, I signed up to take online tarot classes from Kirsten Langston. That's when my readings began to take off. I started reading daily and felt the need to keep the cards with me while I was watching TV, sleeping, and running errands. Shuffling really calmed my nerves and helped settle me. And that's when I started to make the connection between healing my emotional state through the cards. Reading tarot felt really natural and soothing. It was something that was completely new to me, but yet familiar in a weird way. It was like coming home again. I was drawn to learn Tara purely out of a self-development and healing standpoint. I would immerse myself in the cards after creating really elaborate spreads and find myself piecing together these mysteries of my life that had never really made sense to me. Each reading was deeply healing on an emotional and spiritual level. So many of the messages resonated at such a deep level that significant healing was possible within a short period of time. I could start to feel parts of myself that had been closed off for so long, opening back up, allowing me to connect in a way that I hadn't in decades. It was like part of me was waking up again. Missing pieces inside me began to shift and change and feel whole again. Now looking back on it, I feel as though the cards were calling out to me to find them and to reconnect with them from times past. I believe they hold messages and energy for me from other lifetimes. The only way I can describe it is that something happened when I held them for the first time. Something within me changed. It was altered forever.
And when I say the cards called out to me, what I mean is that some part of me knew that this was the answer. My subconscious was not going to leave me alone until I found my way to them. The cards hold a weight to them that nothing else in my life has. For me, tarot has been the answer. It has been a complete healing system, and it's why I'm so excited to teach other people to learn to read tarot for themselves. I want other people to unlock this power within themselves. The answers are within you, and the cards are the tool to help you unlock those answers. For me, the cards know what I need to hear at that moment to unlock whatever puzzle I'm trying to solve. They know what I need to focus on to eliminate stress in that moment, and they know what I need to pursue to encourage healing on the emotional, physical, and spiritual level. I truly believe that pancreatitis was the way that the universe got my attention to go out and to seek a new answer. It was honestly the only thing that would have stopped me in my tracks. As a Capricorn and just a chronic workaholic, There's not much that can stop me in my tracks, and pancreatitis was it. I simply cannot fathom how else I would have encountered tarot and been so drawn to it. That's why I feel it was destined. It was destined to cross my path. Ever since that day in March 2018, when I met Stephanie and then a few days later found tarot, I have since fallen in love with tarot and all things mystical. Tarot has consumed me in a way that nothing else has since I first fell in love with psychology 25 years ago. I now believe it's my mission to help others connect with the cards for whatever healing and growth that they need to experience. I clearly see an overlap between tarot and psychology and feel that this is a merge that will take place in the near future, and hopefully I will be part of that. I also wanted to talk to you about how my tarot journey has changed over the years. I started out with spreads that others would post, but I quickly moved into creating my own tarot and oracle spreads, probably within the first two or three months of reading. I felt drawn to create these healing spreads, and I feel more connected to the cards and the meanings when I use my own questions and designs. Even if I use spreads made by others, I usually end up customizing the spreads. I just feel that need to put my own spin on things. Here recently in the past few months, I've actually moved more into the free form versus a spread type of reading. And what I do is I come up with uh, an overarching question or theme that I want to probe. And I just start pulling cards from multiple decks, Oracle, Lenormand, Tarot. And after I feel like I'm through pulling, I rearrange the cards into a sort of narrative. And the cards tell a story. And I don't need particular questions, or card positions in order to feel what messages need to come through. For me, this is a more natural, intuitive way of working with the cards, and it seems to be my preferred method these days. Throughout my tarot journey, I have gravitated to working with decks on a seasonal rotation. This helps keep me connected to the time of year and the cycle of the season, but it also keeps me from growing bored with my decks. There are a few that I use year-round, like the Light Sears Tarot, the Everyday Witch, the Way Home Tarot, but I like to reserve the Dark Mansion for the fall, the Winter Wait for the winter, Game of Thrones and Wild Unknown also for the winter, Prisma Vision and Mermaid Tarot for the spring and summer. I also have a few Oracle decks, maybe five or six, that I pick out for every season that I pair up with those tarot decks. I've noticed that I read more intuitively now, and I gravitate towards the narrative freeform and layering all forms of my divination together. 
I almost always pull oracle cards in combination with my tarot, and I link those readings to the astrological energies that are going on at that time. And I'm always pulling in my pendulum as needed. Sometimes instead of pulling a clarification card, I'll pull out my pendulum and make sure that I've gotten the message correctly, or I just ask for a yes or no clarification. My tarot collection has grown significantly over the past two and a half years. And this is the interesting part. I thought at the beginning that I would only be using one tarot deck. I'm a Capricorn. We're very fiscally conscious. But that changed very quickly. So many tarot and oracle decks have called to me over the years. And I'm not a tarot collector. I don't buy decks just to sit on the shelf. I use all of the decks that I buy. Some of my decks are workhorses. I use them until they're frayed and worn. I love the I love the worn index. I only buy decks that call out to me. I'll never buy a deck just because somebody else loves it. My collection has grown to about 15 tarot decks and about 50 oracle decks. And I believe I have two Lenormand decks. And now that my collection has grown, I intuitively choose the decks that I read with. It's always interesting to me to see what the reading shows using the images from particular decks. There will be images on certain cards that are specifically pointing out an issue that I'm asking about, or I'll see it as a clue on a card that I need to zero in on that will give me an answer that another deck would not have provided. I always trust the decks I'm drawn to use, so for me the reading always begins before the card pulling process. The reading actually starts when I start to formulate the questions and the spread I'm envisioning and when I'm selecting a deck. My tarot journey has helped me shift my life path in a totally new direction. I had been losing my connection and my passion to psychology and my practice for a few years. At the time I found tarot, I had been in my practice, I want to say about 10 years at that point. So the passion I felt with tarot was invigorating and rejuvenating for me. It filled me with a whole new sense of purpose. Tarot has given me a new avenue to teach others and to help people connect with their own power and their purpose. I see tarot and psychology as linked. So I'm doing a similar type of work, but in a way that I feel more connected to at this time. I started with tarot, but have branched out into other forms of divination, especially astrology. And I've been writing and teaching about divination. Much of my work here lately in 2020 has been on shadow work and trying to confront my own biases, faults, and undesirable parts of myself. I'm doing this so that I can improve and integrate all parts of myself and to stop the harsh self-criticism that I've struggled with for over 40 years. Looking back on my growth, I see now how far I've come with my self-confidence, self-love, and self-worth. My inner self-critic has softened quite a bit. I credit my spiritual awakening with that growth. I've used all my psychological techniques in my practice on myself for decades, but I've never made significant improvement because that critic was always so ingrained and had total control over my inner dialogue. My tarot studies and personal tarot readings have helped me find my true inner voice and authentic self, which is much more loving and accepting than I ever realized. Being a Capricorn and a type A perfectionist, most of my standards are set so high that it's always felt like nothing was ever good enough or worthy. And my readings have helped me shed that unhealthy view of myself. 
I started to see myself through a different lens, and I started to love myself at the soul level. And even when I feel like I'm falling short now, I'm able to express compassion for myself, which was never possible before. That is why I believe that tarot has literally saved me. I see everything through the lens of tarot and astrology now. I see people as court cards and zodiac signs. And I see the journey of the tarot in so many aspects of my life now. I use the cards to work with moon energy, and I pull cards for each new moon, full moon, and each eclipse. Between 2018 and 2020, my tarot readings for the eclipses were extremely important since I'm a Capricorn. And there were sets of eclipses for Capricorns and Cancers that set off a chain of events that shifted the directions of our lives. So at that particular time, I found tarot to be extremely helpful in navigating my own Pluto and Saturn transits that I've been struggling with for the past several years. Those transits have been extremely difficult, and I can't imagine not having tarot to help me make sense of all this chaos. I think I would have been lost in this process without the ability to see the hope and light at the end of the tunnel. The cards have helped provide that guidance and stability for me. It's so easy to get buried in the darkness when you go through trying times that we all are going through in 2020. And the cards for me have always helped me see the need for this, the need for this inner dark work, this difficult inner work, and not to shy away from it. But also they show what's possible at the end of this process if that inner work is completed. That keeps me going each day, and that gives me hope. I also would like to point out that the cards definitely call me out most of the time. So working with the cards is not all puppy dogs and unicorns and rainbows. This type of work is heart-wrenching, but it is so worth it in the end. The cards should be confronting and nudge you to confront those shadows and face whatever it is that you, you want to run from. That's how psychology and therapy and tarot are linked. They're very similar. Therapy is not a fun process for most people, but you're stronger in the end for it. All that hard work serves you in the end by pushing you to develop inner character, strength, and resilience. We all tend to discover our true power through adversity after we've been tested in life. And in life, we may not always see that connection. But when studying with tarot, the journey you take becomes easier to map out and chronicle because the cards are so visual. You kind of see it all play out. The fool's journey is also so easy to see unfold in the cards. And you start to see that play out in your daily life when you're living it. This tarot journey has also helped me to decide on the seeds that I want to plant at this really important astrological time during these transits that I talked about earlier, my Saturn and Pluto transits. I'm a very visual person, so working with the cards helps me to see them as a vision board for my intentions through my spreads. I photograph all of my readings and I keep them up on Blogger. I just set my blog to private so that I can look back at at these particular readings and focus on the card messages as intentions. So I use the cards to manifest. And so that's how I find tarot so useful. Sometimes I also need the cards to help me articulate what it is that's bothering me, what's at the root cause of something, even when I'm not able to pinpoint it personally. Then I can use that as a springboard to start that inner work. 
So I want to take a minute to give a shout out to my friend, who's the energy healer that I told you about earlier. Working with her kicked off my entire terror journey and led me down this inner healing process. I think she's amazing, and I would encourage anyone who wants to look into energy healing to check out her website to see her process of energy work. You can find her on the site, thewokewanderer.com. The link is in the show notes of this episode. Her name is Stephanie, and she's the most loving and healing person I've ever met. She's truly changed my life, and I highly recommend her. And coming up in part two of this podcast, I'm going to walk you through the custom tarot spread that I have created to check in on your tarot growth through your tarot journey. I've created a line of Healing Through Tarot spread ebooks that are for sale on my website, healingthroughtarot.com. There's a spread for all seasons that contains 17 custom spreads designed to guide you through the seasons of any year. It covers holidays, birthdays, full and new moons, mercury retrogrades, seasonal spreads, year-end and year-ahead spreads, and eclipses with weekly and monthly spreads that you can reuse again and again year after year. This spread ebook is $10. I also have two volumes of healing and mental health spreads, each with 15 spreads centered around healing and mental health issues, including anxiety, body healing, managing depression, restoring balance, ancestral karma clearing, family healing, self-care, and much, much more. These two volumes complement each other, but each can also stand alone. Volume 1 is $13, and Volume 2 is $14. You can find all of these spread ebooks on my website, healingthroughterra.com, and I'm currently working on a new spread ebook that consists of 20 shadow work spreads coming out in the fall of 2022. This Healing Through Terra line of spread ebooks is designed to help take you through the healing work needed to heal old wounds and step into brand new energy of empowerment. Together, we can heal through tarot. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you enjoying this podcast and companion blog? If so, now you can gift me a coffee or two on buymeacoffee.com to keep me fueled as I pull all-nighters writing scripts and recording episodes. I've placed a link in the show notes and on the blog for easy access. Help me keep this content flowing by sparking my inspiration. So one of my passions in life is creating custom tarot spreads. So when I was thinking about tarot growth and my tarot journey, I decided that I wanted to create a custom spread just for this podcast. So I'm calling it your tarot growth tarot spread. And I'm going to walk you through all nine cards so you can pull cards to check in on your own tarot journey and see what growth you've had along the way. So take out your cards, shuffle them, and let's get to pulling. So the card for card position number one 
is going to signify your growth through your tarot journey. Card two represents where I was prior to my tarot journey. Card three, where I am now in my tarot journey. Card four, lesson I have learned through my tarot journey. Card five, another lesson I've learned through my tarot journey. Card six, Biggest lesson I've learned through my tarot journey. Card seven. What lesson do I still need to learn on my journey? Card eight. How to deepen my tarot journey. And card nine. Where am I headed next on my tarot journey? I made a graphic for this tarot growth tarot spread and placed it on my blog on Instagram, and on Pinterest if you want to follow it there. I'm on Healing Through Tarot on both Instagram and Pinterest. And the neat thing about this particular tarot spread, where it says tarot journey, you can substitute that for any any type of journey you're on. You can ask about your growth through your spiritual journey, your healing journey, any inner work or critic work. Just substitute that name for Tara. I threw this Tara spread for myself, and I thought I would walk you through my answers to give you an idea of how this spread can be used to measure your own growth throughout your tarot journey. You can also pull oracle cards along with your tarot if you want more information through the spread. For this spread, I use the Dark Mansion Tarot, And for my oracle, I use the Magic and Mediums oracle deck. I won't go through all of the oracle cards that I pulled just for time's sake, but I will give you some noteworthy ones that I found interesting. For card position one, we have the card that will signify the growth throughout the tarot journey. I pulled the Queen of Swords and two oracle cards came out. It was Knowledge and Journey. So to me, this combination of cards is saying that I approach my tarot journey from an analytical and academic perspective, which is true. I read voraciously for the first uh, two years to basically soak up as much knowledge as I could about the tarot system, the history of divination as a whole, and to get various perspectives of card meanings from readers across the world. I even created my own database to store all of my notes from all of these resource books. And this has helped me when learning the meanings and especially when writing my fictional divination series. So building a knowledge base and analyzing divination systems has been my approach to tarot, and that's how I've grown over the years. And now I'm moving into a position to use all of that knowledge that I've retained in practical use. Moving on to card two, this card represents where I was prior to my tarot journey. I pulled the Two of Swords, and in any tarot deck, if you look at the image of the Two of Swords, there's a woman with her back to the water, and water symbolizes intuition in tarot, and she has a blindfold on, so there's something that she's not seeing. So this tells me that when I began my tarot journey, I wasn't using my intuition as much as I should have been, and there were things that I couldn't see because I had blinders on, and I needed to find tarot to learn to trust my intuition. 
Once I found the cards, they pushed me to turn inward and tune into my inner voice and to learn to trust myself with the messages that were coming through. Card position three is where I am now in my tarot journey. I pulled the page of wands. This tells me that I'm at the beginning of this journey. Since it's the wands suit, it will be a spiritual journey, one that's linked to passion and enthusiasm. And when I pulled this card, I immediately thought of this podcast, because for me, this podcast has Page of Wands energy. It's brand new and exciting, and it's an avenue for me to talk about what I'm most passionate about in the world right now, which is divination. So I found this to be a very appropriate card to show me currently where I am in my tarot journey. Since we're looking at tarot growth over the arc of the tarot journey, I allowed space for three cards to show three different lessons. And the sixth card will represent the biggest lesson in the tarot journey. So we will start with card four to see what is one of the first lessons that I've learned on my tarot journey. I pulled the Ten of Pentacles. And for me personally, the Ten of Pentacles often represents uh, karmic cycles, karmic baggage that's passed down generationally. And when I pull this card, it can signal ancestral healing. Traditionally, the Ten of Pentacles can represent family, generations, ancestors, legacies, and inheritance. But for me, it comes up as ancestral healing most of the time. The Oracle card that I pulled was the Taboo card. So this also tells me that I am on the right track with the ancestral healing because families often don't speak about negative cycles that are passed down in families, especially if they include topics such as abuse or mental issues like depression or anxiety. I've used Tara over the past several years to do some major ancestral healing and to work on forgiveness, releasing soul contracts, and releasing old karma and trauma that was passed down. So this was a huge lesson on my journey. Moving on to card five, we'll see another lesson that I've learned. Two cards came out for me, and they were both aces. I pulled the Ace of Cups and the Ace of Swords. For me, the Ace of Swords represents a new perspective and way of viewing life and my purpose in it. Tara helps me mentally adjust my thoughts and patterns that are outdated or unhealthy, and has helped me to see myself through a new perspective and to find out who I really am. So it's been a a self-discovery. For the Ace of Cups, I see that as new creative artistic passions that have led to emotional happiness and joy, as well as new relationships and friendships along the way. This Ace of Cups also signifies how Tara has reignited a passionate fire within me. I'm now more joyful and more connected to my work and life purpose. Working with the cards actually lifts up my vibration, and I find it very healing to work with them. And if I'm feeling low, all I have to do is pick up my cards and shuffle them, and it helps to reset my mood and my outlook. There's been an overall improvement in my health and life now due to finding tarot, and to me, the Ace of Cups really represents that. Now for card position six, we get to the biggest lesson that I've learned through my tarot journey. Here we have Ten of Wands reversed. And for me, Ten of Wands comes up quite a bit. It's one of my stalker cards. As I tend to take on the burdens of the world and shoulder all of that weight, as a lot of light workers and empaths do, so I know I'm not alone in this. My tarot journey has taught me to let go of a lot of baggage and to release what is holding me back from my purpose and to release that savior mentality. 
It's been very cathartic to release that burden and to take a healthier path. The Oracle card that I pulled here for the biggest lesson was the divination card. So I know the cards are on point here because that's exactly what I've been immersed in for the past several years. And it's fitting that it's the divination card because I've gone beyond tarot in my studies and I frequently use Oracle and Pendulum with my tarot and recently I've started studying Lenormand. So I'm studying divination in many different formats and enjoying all of these systems. I'm captivated by divination as a whole. For card position seven, we have what lesson do I still need to learn on my journey? I pull the king of wands. So I will still need to do some work on leadership skills and following through on my creative vision so that I can bring my intentions to life. And I work with the law of attraction so I can see that playing in here with setting intentions and following through on manifestations of those intentions. The oracle card I pulled here was the astrology card. So this is an area that I will need to study and pursue more in-depthly going forward. And I will say, when I first started to combine tarot and astrology, it opened up a whole new world for me. There's so many layers to unpack. So there's so much more that I want to learn by combining these two systems. Our next to last card is card eight. And this is how I can deepen my tarot journey. I pulled the two of cups reversed. And I took this to mean that I will need to work on inner work versus partnerships. So I will need to work on self-compassion, self-love, and self-worth, and not worry about others' expectations. So this is mostly an inner journey that I will need to take for self-discovery. And that brings us to our last card, card position nine. Where am I headed next on my terror journey? I pulled the Four of Pentacles. So I see this as setting the groundwork and foundation for a long future in divination. I've spent the last few years building up my academic knowledge and understanding about tarot, and now I have a strong foundation to build upon for a future with this work. But the Four of Pentacles also means to me a sense of needing to let go. So I will need to look at what I need to let go of what no longer serves me, And what is holding me back? It's also a warning to not stay in your comfort zone just for safety's sake. So I will need to look into areas of moving past my comfort zone. And this podcast is one of those steps I'm taking to push outside of my comfort zone. So that's the end of the spread. And I hope it was helpful to see this walkthrough of my responses to this custom tarot growth spread. If you throw this spread for yourself, I would love to see the photos. Please tag me in your posts on Instagram. You can find me at at Healing Through Tarot on Insta. And use the hashtag Healing Through Tarot Growth Spread so that I can see all of your beautiful spreads. In the next episode, I will be discussing how to tame your inner critic, and I have created a custom spread for that episode as well. So tune in next time and pull cards with me. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this information valuable, consider subscribing to the show so you never miss an episode. And please rate and review this podcast and tell fellow card readers about the show. You can find more tarot tips on my blog on HealingThroughTarot.com and on my Pinterest and Instagram page, both under Healing Through Tarot. That's through, spelled T-H-R-U. See you next time, card slingers.